time now for Odd Takes or Toast, brought to you by Jerry Seiner Cadillac. Check out the bold new lineup at Jerry Seiner Cadillac. It's definitely not your grandpa's Cadillac. Question of the day. Donovan Mitchell, what else would it be, right? Donovan Mitchell steadfastly believes he could have played in Game 1. Jazz Brass decide otherwise. He now says he's good to go for Game 2. What do you make of all of this? Tyler says, was two more days going to do something that five weeks couldn't do? I doubt it. Training slash medical staff need to get the crap together. How do you miscommunicate something like this to an all-star? Right or wrong, the whole situation was an embarrassment to the Jazz organization. Mm, unless they win a series. Ah, have you read all these replies already? No. <laughs> but conversely, if they lose the series, then it becomes an even bigger issue than it is today. Uh, that's what Tony posted. Tony says, it's a non-issue if the Jazz win the series. Right. It's a big deal if they lose. <laughs> There's a lot of truth to it. I there think. it is. Tony nails it. Yeah, I think they'll win the series. Yeah, if they win it in, in five and or even six and have a couple days off and get ready for well, the next series, seven. it becomes a footnote. Mm. Winning solves everything, or most things anyway. So uh, go out and win. And it doesn't much matter. Lose, then, man, we'll remember this for a long time to come. The number one seed losing and your star player offensively. Doesn't play in the first game. He's ready to go. And hours before, I don't know that anything uh, compares to this. I'm trying to think, and I don't have that memory to – I let things come and go in my brain. I try not to clog it up too much only when I'm on the golf course. Uh, And so (laughs) – You clog your brain up on the golf course. Yeah, I overthink everything. (laughs) Get about 45 thoughts running mm-hmm. through your head while you're trying to make a putt. Because mm-hmm. yeah. that really makes it easier to make that six-footer. Yeah. Yeah. I, I overthink everything on on the golf course. And the friends that I play with are all nodding their heads right now. <laughs> and so um, I don't have the memory for the other stuff. It doesn't concern me, so I let it go. You're better at this. But I don't know that I've ever heard anything that compares to this. Now, go ahead and win, and it doesn't much matter. Lose, particularly lose a seven-game series, which I have a hard time believing that they would lose a seven-game series because that would mean seven game seven obviously would be in this building, place would be electric. Uh, I just don't see them doing that. So I think in the end, it's going to be a learning experience, but it's not going to matter. It's sort of like this is the second year in a row that uh, drama has surrounded Donovan Mitchell. We had last year with the COVID and the unsalvageable, and he didn't like Rudy Gobert, blah, blah, blah. So we went through that drama and we came out of it, and they both had banner seasons. They both represented the team in the All-Star game for the second consecutive year. Uh, they both uh, well, uh, posted the best record in the NBA. Gobert chose to resign. Mitchell was a restricted dude, as I understand the rules, so uh, he didn't have as much leverage there. That, that time will come. But they're still here, and they play well together. So all that drama went away. I suspect that this drama will go away, too. Because they win the series. Because winning fixes so many things. But if they don't, then that's how we remember the series. People are going to have to answer for it. Yeah. Yeah. So it ups the pressure, and there's pressure on these guys. And I think there's pressure on the NBA. I've I've said for years and years and years, when you hear people say a team is playing with house money and they're loose and blah, blah, I don't buy it. I just don't buy it. So I don't believe that any team in the playoffs is loose and we got nothing to lose. I think that's all bull crap. I think yeah, the teams that do have that, I think they get beat. They're not around at this point. And, and jobs are at stake. All sorts, generational money is at stake. 
So much is at stake at the pro level. I don't think there's. I, I've I, when the Jazz were picked by Frank Hughes, whoever the hell Frank Hughes is, and where has he gone? I have no idea. Uh, he picked them in one year to win nine games, and they won their tenth game. And somebody said, "Oh, they're playing with house money." No, <laughs> they're not. No one at this level. There's so much money involved. And so much intensity that I, that's my own personal belief. If somebody else wants to think differently, so I don't care that Memphis is eight and they're loose and all that. None of that matters to me. That's all a bunch of excuses. That's all, what you're saying is your team didn't win. And that, that's what you're saying. My team didn't win when they were supposed to. And so now I'm coming up. It's the referees. It's all, oh, they were loose and, and blah, blah, blah. All that stuff is your team didn't win. Because if your team wins and the other team is loose, great, they're loose. Who cares? So now they've got an opportunity to take care of this here starting tomorrow. And then what is it, Saturday, Monday? And yeah, and so it's it's real important that they get this. And I don't care what Memphis is doing. And Memphis can have uh, guaranteed millions of dollars and don't have any pressure whatsoever for the rest of their lives. doesn't matter. You have to win. And you got your guy back. And now the pressure's on him to play well. And I believe, and I've stated this, by the time he's done wearing a GS uniform, that he will go down as one of the most clutch players, if not the most clutches, the clutchiest ever, to wear a GS uniform, at least since I've been here. The clutchiest. Yeah. Yeah, I think he has it. I do. It's a new word. I've not heard clutchiest before. I think he has that in him. Well, if he's got that in him, I do. and you're not alone in thinking that, then the Jazz are going to be fine with the Grizzlies. I think they are. Yep. And this is all a footnote. That's interesting in the short term. Absolutely. It's nothing that I can compare it to. I mean, I told you, uh, walking in the building, I had a guy, I, I know some people that, that work for the Lakers, and they are texting me last night, what's going on? This is crazy. We've never seen anything like it. And so I'm wondering, yeah, I said, yeah, it's just bizarre to me too. Uh, you know, how, how it went out and are we at odds? Do we have the medical people of Mitchell versus the medical people of the Jazz and are they battling it out and blah, 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 blah. I said, I don't know the answer to any of those questions, man. Donovan was asked that and... He was impressed with the question that that reporting had been done. I think ESPN had it first. Yeah, but I think he also debunked it later in the interview. Yeah, he didn't think that it was the conflict between those two groups that drove this. Right. So. I think that was sarcastic when he said it was, so that's impressive. The way I took it, that's not mm. true. That's impressive that they put that out there. Mm. So did someone get new information? Or did someone change their mind? Because Donovan also debunked that he provided any new information. What do you mean? Well, if he had said, uh, hey, I was doing this and I, I felt something, or uh, oh, no. I landed on it wrong, there was that would explain what, what would happen, except he said nothing like that happened, and he provided no new info on how he felt. Well, he gave his interview on Sunday after the practice. Yeah, he's ready to go. So, unless he tripped... Falling off a curb, right? Or something. If he steps off a curb wrong, or there would have, been, there would have been no nothing physical that, that he would have. That's why it was so surprising. Oh, for sure, yeah. 
Rick, I think the Jazz Brass didn't take game one seriously and thought they could win without Don. The Grizzlies shot the best they have all season. The Jazz the worst in the past three years. And Memphis barely won by three. I think it's going to be over in five games. The Jazz won't shoot that poorly again, and the Grizz won't shoot that great again. They're a young team and won't be able to sustain a healthy Jazz squad. Yeah, see, I don't think that the Jazz went in, oh, we don't need Mitchell, we got this. Maybe I'm wrong, but I don't. I just don't think at this level you think you have anything <laughs> until you have it. So that would that would indicate some level of arrogance, uh, complacency. You know, you can have confidence, that's fine. But I think it's beyond the confidence. So I don't really think that they thought that. I don't think that was their thinking. So the thinking is more along the lines of, and this goes back to stuff to compare it to. I mean, there isn't anything perfect to compare it to, but calls have been made on other players are they healthy enough to go in the playoffs should they play through this? Grant Hill famously played through an ankle injury and then had ankle problems for a decade. See, I don't remember that at all. Oh, yeah. You brought that up 20 times already, but yeah. I don't remember it. <laughs> Tim Duncan sat with a knee problem, won four titles after that. I remember the Grant Hill thinks he was one of my favorite players growing up. I remember playing through it. I know he had injuries yeah, that sidelined him, but I don't remember a specific playoff game where Grant, he was you're going the, to play, you're not going to play. He was with the Pistons. Was, he yep. played through it. I don't yeah. remember that at all. And how do, Memo, we, how do we know that that exasperated it? Do you know that? Well, you don't have a parallel universe to prove that it would have been fine if he hadn't played on it then. I mean, maybe his ankle right. would have... so what's the point? There is nothing that compares to it, so why try to come up with comparisons to it? Mehmet Okur thought he could play through an Achilles injury, and he tore it completely. I mean, making a, making a health call on a player, what makes this unusual is the call had... We thought the call had been made, and he was in. Now, all kinds of indications he was going to go, and then suddenly he didn't. And they lost the game, because if they'd won the game, it would have been a footnote. An ankle note, so to speak. Thank you. (laughs) Blair says none of this is going to matter if the Jazz don't play defense, especially protecting the key. Every Memphis and a few 90-year-old ladies were tearing up the paint in game one. That's the restricted area. Nobody calls it the key or the the paint. But see, the problem with the paint is oh, that... they break the paint. I mean, yeah, Quinn but, uses that expression. But sometimes it's not painted. Right? Not all arenas have that painted. No. Some have like a special lacquered finish on a so floor. So don't yeah. call it the paint. And don't call it the cup. I know everybody loves DB and she's the greatest. But when she calls it the cup, it just drives me nuts. It's not a cup. A cup has a bottom. How would you get the ball back? Yeah. They took the bottom out of the peach basket but she's DB. very quickly. DB is the greatest. Well, as long as you know that. If DB was a man, I wonder how much uh, we would just be pumping her up. She is the greatest. There's no question about it. But, man, I get so sick of it. It's like, all right, we get it. You're progressive. You want that, and you pump that. We understand all that. But tone it down a little bit. It's an, an announcer is an announcer. But it's not the cup. Don't call it the pain either. Call it the key, the lane, the three-second area, the restricted area down below. They like jargon. Clearly. Leroy says, just go out and finish this series in five. Enough with the drama. How about win game two? Finish in five? Speaking of arrogance. Tyson says, as long as Gobert is good to go, that's what's most important. 
He was good to go the other night, although he fouled out, so he wasn't good to go as much as he normally is because the fouls restricted him, which I think is just, they've got to change that rule. 25 minutes instead of 35. That's ridiculous. To have someone be disqualified from playing, you don't do that. You can't issue a penalty in baseball. I guess in your soccer you can do it, but nobody cares about that. Uh, Football. Unless you do something beyond committing a regular penalty, you don't get ejected or disqualified. Now, if you get into something else, you can commit 22 holding calls. You'll get benched. You don't get kicked out for misdemeanors is what you're saying. In any sport, you can get kicked out for the felony. You know, a couple flagrant fouls, you're out. Soccer, two yellow cards is the same as a red, and you're out. You get caught throwing a punch in a football game, they're going to kick you out. But not a common foul. Not a common foul. Right. I just think it's ridiculous. Baseball, you argue balls and strikes, he'll show you the door. Well, there's plenty of ways to get ejected, but yeah. But just common fouls, infractions that happen during the course of the game. So they had Gobert, but 25 minutes of Gobert is not enough. Needed 10 more. And then even though Derek Favors just played one heck of a ball game. Favors was good. Props to him, man. But he doesn't have that aura of invincibility Nobody that just does. scares people away. Right, exactly. You know, So they challenged him, and he blocked a bunch of shots, but they kept coming, and they got enough to win the game. Yeah. And he rebounded, and he scored, and yada, yada. Jonathan says, we're going to forget all about this by the Western Conference Finals. Well, I think that you can forget all about it in the first round. That's a great opportunity that they have, is they can just bury this thing quickly, and it will just be a footnote. And I suspect they will. I would be surprised if they didn't. That's my stance right now. My stance hasn't changed at all regarding this series. Mm, At all? No. Now, it could change dramatically. Well, if, if you thought down 0-2. if you thought Jazz in four versus Jazz in five is a change, or maybe you picked them in five and now you think six. I never really picked them. I just okay. thought they would win the series. Well, I still think they're going to win the series. And I thought all the angst over game one. I mean, I get it. You know, you're, you're for fans who are into every game. It sucks when they lose a game, but I don't think it's going to change I the outcome picked, of the I series. Picked, I, mean, I didn't pick it, but in my mind, I had five or six because I did say last Friday. That I thought Memphis was more dangerous than the Warriors. You can go back and listen. Yes, you did say that. You yeah. don't have to. I can tell you. I yeah. know you heard that. But I thought that they were going to beat the Warriors or beat Memphis. Oh, for the Jazz perspective? Yeah, I thought they were going to yeah. win either one of those series. But they're, they're the better team. But the point I'm making is I thought that the Warrior, the Grizzlies, the Grizzlies were more, are more dangerous. likely to take an extra so team. So I expected, game, right? yes, exactly. Right. So I expected sure. them to put up a representative fight for an eight seed versus number one. I never thought that this was going to be easy. I'm not sure that right now I think it's going to be harder than I thought Sunday. Mm. Now, if they lose tomorrow, then then it dramatically changes. Yes. But neither you or I believe they're going to lose tomorrow. I do not think they're going to lose tomorrow. No, I, I feel very confident that I they're going to I expect some type of Denver-like response. It doesn't matter to me. Denver came out, controlled that game, got the win. And it's still just 1-1. They've still got plenty of work to yeah. do. But that was a strong that, performance that, but that from Denver. that stuff doesn't matter. But you, uh, Winning by 30 doesn't. It doesn't. It, it you're doesn't. right. But don't you expect. I expect it, them to win. Yes. 
Uh, I would say comfortably. And is that 10, 15, 25? Right. I don't, I don't know. Well, we're saying the same and thing. And it doesn't really matter. It doesn't. But there is something about the confidence you get from playing well. Whatever margin that transfers to. I mean, we've talked about uh, that forever. Margins are, sure. you know, a final score could be really misleading. But I hope this team isn't in the position where it needs confidence. To me, they ought to have it already. They can reaffirm it, yeah, but, but don't they ought you think to have they, to have Don't it. you think they have a little anger and a little chip on their shoulder now? In a way, no problem. In a way, don't you secretly like that? I mean, you'd rather be one zero than one. I I flat out love it. (laughs) I I show up every day with a chip on my shoulder. Yes, you do. And so I want them. Yeah, I think everyone should have it. Well, they got it now for sure. That's a great motivator. They might have had it anyway, though. But I. But they ought to have more of it now. Okay, I can buy what you're saying, but I believe that they should enter the arena tomorrow full of confidence. Yes, irregardless. And a little. And if you want to add a little (laughs) dose, um, that's fine. Yeah. Although I don't know why they would be. Because people are picking against them and they're on social media and they see that because they lost game one because they feel like they're playing with one hand tied behind their back. But I don't think that there would be any less or more if they were up 1-0. The the folks who were picking the... That's still that that part of the storyline. That part of the storyline is the same. Yes. But if you want to add to it and you think so, and it helps them, I can see it. I also don't think they need it because I don't think that people are picking them anyway. And, and, and it's to me, it's stupid if a team loses by three without its best offensive player for somebody to be running around saying, See, I told you! <laughs> that seems way no. too premature No, to it do would that. be more, who do I know in Salt Lake? Let's reach out to them. What the heck is going on there? What do you know? What can you tell us? Like you got last night. Yeah, but that's particular to the to the Mitchell issue as opposed to the team. But if you're thinking that, oh my gosh, see, I told you, I think that's 100% premature evaluation. All right, DJ and PK, stay with us. More of this coming up. we got more of your reaction on the way. Mike Smith, jazz analyst at 830 right here on 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. One other note from the Mitchell thing. We need to get to this next. Uh, doesn't have anything to do with him playing or not playing, but kind of his take on game one and uh, what they need to fix for game two. We will get to that coming up next. Stay with us. DJ and PK.